All right, you are now tuned in to the follow through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Podcast. To foul or not to foul, that is the question of this episode, people. We're going to break down the entire NBA playoffs, the matchups, who's killing, who's not killing. Drew and I get into a heated argument over the Boston Milwaukee series. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Drew, just kick that intro music. Excuse me. Didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Gluteus. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. It's your favorite time of the week, people. We are back at you in sunny Southern California. Beautiful day today, Drew. Gorgeous day. Beautiful. More like it, San Clemente. (laughs) I mean, it was gorgeous all day today. I just wanted to be outside. Went down to the beach, had my coffee, Uh. wrote some notes down for the podcast tonight. Nice. And uh, now we're now we're at it, dude. So let's let's just dive right into this. It's episode seventy four. Seventy four. We're getting up there. We're getting up there, Drew. What are we gonna do for seventy five? We have to come up with something <clears> for seventy. I got a, something for seventy four since we a, asked our it's listeners. It's a milestone. Oh, I got some responses too. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn yeah, it! Yeah. I hope you didn't get the same response as I did because I was really ready for this. Yeah, but I'm just thinking. I'm like game plan because seventy five is kind of a milestone. I, so we got to do something. I mean, it'll be a great time for us to have a milestone episode because it will be in the heat of the. Of the you know the the conference semifinals as we are right now, but I digress. Seventy four, <laughs> yes sir. Um, Give me something, Drew. No teams have won seventy four games. Period. So we're done with that. Right. No players have ever scored seventy four points. So Not even Wilt. There's three episodes where we, where we will have scorers, but mm-hmm. we're we're out of that for a little while. Um, so I I did I, I reached out last episode. Thank you to all of those that responded. Obviously, Clips, you got some stuff. I got some stuff. Um, shout out to our boy, Matt, who was the first guy to hit me what, up. What, Matt, Matt? Matt Oldham. Okay. Our guy, loyal fan, loyal listener. Matt from the gym, guys. We play basketball with Matt. Matt from the gym. Makes great beer, too, by the way, guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shout out to Five South. Five South. Coming at you. Yeah. That's a free plug, Matt, too, by the way. Free plug. Five South. You, you cannot buy it yet. It's very exclusive. <laughs> it's coming, though. Coming soon. Oh, let me hear what Matt had to so say. So Matt hits me up, and he dropped some knowledge for me. Okay. Obviously, this last week, we had the passing of the great John Havlicek. Yes, we did. One of the greatest NBA players ever. 
arguably one of the greatest athletes ever. I mean, this, his the, the, his career, what he did from start to finish, and uh, the way that he played the game is you know something that everyone aspires to. Um, he did pass away, but in 1974, he was the Finals MVP. Okay, so that's a little something there. That's that a little something. gem. Okay, we're gonna put that right there on the that's, shelf. That's definitely on the list. Okay. Um, he also mentioned that in 1974, the number one overall draft pick. Do you want to guess? 74. 1974, what number co- one overall draft pick. What college? UCLA. 74, UCLA. Do you want to throw a name out there? Gail Goodrich? Bill Walden. Damn it! Did Gail Goodrich even go to UCLA? No, Thank he did. You. Yeah, he definitely did. I think Goodrich. Fuck! We I got think, Bill, too? Yeah. Bill Walden, number one overall draft Jesus, pick in 1974. What am I thinking? I think I think Gail was a little earlier than that. Right. I think Gail played in the '60s. You put me on the spot there. I was. I wanted to see if you could throw I a guess. Should have known that. It's all right. Okay. I wouldn't have expected anyone to be like, "Oh, 74. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, Bill, Bill Walden. That's the big obviously, redhead. Obviously, obviously, no. But Bill Walden, number okay. one overall draft pick in 1974. Good call, Matt. Both of those are definitely eligible for this episode. Okay. But obviously, you have something that you brought to the I table got, today. I thought this was interesting. What do you have? Um, I really can't pronounce his Instagram handle. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> he loves the show, and he hit us up. But I'm going to say Matthias Z. Prane. Nice. That's what it is. What up, Matthias? Like, what, what's happening? Yeah. Z. Um, he Big said, Z. episode 74, the 10 best ballers born in 1974. Ooh. Check this list out. Oh. Mr. Steve Nash. Wow. Mr. Rashid Wallace. Okay. Benny Wallace. Stack. Jerry Stackhouse. Uh Uh-huh. Number five, one of my favorite players ever and nicest dude ever, Antonio McDice. Nice. Clippers drafted him. Yeah. Traded for Eric Piatkowski and fucking Brian Williams. Jesus Christ. Uh, Your boy, Derek Fisher. Yep. Uh, One of the best college players, uh, Marcus Camby, UMass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is a good year. Uh, number eight would be the man with no ACLs in both knees. Who would that be? The man with no ACLs. Had zero ACLs. Got both of them removed. 74. He would be like 45. Um, I know who, there's like two people that have had that. San Antonio Spurs. Shit. Uh, Dewan Blair? Wrong. <laughs> oh, he, wait a minute. I'm totally Dewan, wrong. You're right. Dewan, Dewan Blair is that. I, I'm sorry. I got my players mixed up. Yeah, you are right. 74 it, seems too old for Dewan. Malik Rose and Dewan, uh, Dewan Blair. Oh, oh, oh. Excuse me. Yeah. Check that off. <laughs> Drew, if we can edit. I got those two mixed up. You are totally right. Dewan, Dewan Blair is the one that I remember not having. Facts. Yeah. Malik Rose, who I think got a couple titles with San Antonio, too. Um, yeah, he did. You got one or two. Number nine, Derek Anderson, former Clipper. Yeah. Uh, one of the first, I remember when he was a Clipper, he signed with uh, No Limit. He was with No Limit uh, was his. Uh, oh, with Master, Master P? Master P was Master his P agent. Master P was his agent? He had the tank on his arm. Dude, Master which P was, was, was oh, ahead of his time. Bro. That was my guy. Jay-Z, like now Jay-Z has more players than he does Dude, uh, rappers. M- J- uh, Master P set the blueprint yeah. for the rest of everybody else That's to come. That's also a Jay-Z term. Well done. Set the blueprint. Yeah. Pun. Yeah. Pardon the pun. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, Chucky Atkins. Oh shit! All right. And so Big our Chuck, uh, Laker, Laker, right? Yeah, we've told some good stories about him. Or Jerry Dupree sto- told yeah, some good stories Jerry, about him. Chucky enjoys a cigar. Um, he also said, "Has Steve Nash had an episode yet?" I don't. I'm not sure. He has not. Okay. 
Uh, he is worthy. Otherwise, the Wallaces, who helped bring a championship yes. in 2004 to the Motor City. So, Those guys, are great. That's a great list. I mean, Havlicek, cool. it's have. I mean, Havlicek died. Bill Walton, fuck, if he just had ankles and knees, he. It's I. It if Bill <clears throat> Walton existed now, they would have caught this shit early enough and maybe been able to figure it out. Uh, it's mostly like really tiny bone stress fractures in his feet and then ankles and then knees and then it just you know all fell apart. But uh, Rashid already had an episode, by the way. Rashid had an episode, episode thirty six. Chucky Atkins has not. <laughs> Chucky Atkins has not. Uh, nor will he this 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 particular. Nor episode. will Malik Rose. Sorry, Malik. I do. I mean, it's only right that it it actually just happened to coincide with Havlicek's passing. I I, I really he's one of my favorite players that happen to be a Celtics. I hate the Celtics, you do hate but the Celtics. I, he's one of my favorite players of all time. So, uh, and I one of the greatest calls in NBA history. All right. I'm down with that. We can do that. John Havlicek. It's yours, brother. Rest in peace. All right. Round two NBA playoffs. We got to get into this, Drew. I don't know where, where do you want to start? I mean, we Rockets, start, Golden State yeah. was last night. Is that what we're going to get into? Yeah, we, yeah. Rockets, Houston was last. Uh, Rockets, <laughs> Rockets, Houston. Yeah, they played. <laughs> the Rockets and the Warriors mm -hmm. game two last night. Uh, since our last episode, we 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 have game one and two under our belts. Let's start with game one, okay? Because a lot of shit went down <laughs> in game one. First of all, it was a great game, minus all of the whining uh, and the constant complaining with the officials. However. Uh, I know we're going to get into this, but I do just want to I want to say that that Kevin Durant's on a different level right now. Oh, man. Kevin Durant is playing. I don't know some of the best the best basketball I've seen, like on both ends of the floor. He is he's playing really good defense and, and his offense is unguardable. OK, so that we, we talk all the time and you hear in the media, James Harden's the most unguardable player. No. I mean, we're we're watching, and we said this before the playoffs started. We we said this is where superstars are made. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant has been a superstar for a long has time. Has been yeah. in the conversation for the past ten years. Unfortunately, like people that played with Michael Jordan in his era, he's had LeBron. Right? Yeah. It's obvious now. We're seeing, and 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 you can thank Patrick Beverly, Golden State fans, for just uh, yeah. waking the beast. That's a good point. Yeah. But we're saying that there is not a bad shot that Kevin Durant takes. And I don't care what you say about James Harden, as great offensively as he is, mm -hmm. Kevin Durant can post up, can take it to the rack, can dunk on you, can shoot it from 30, yep. can give you that business. Yeah. It's funny. So I was watching uh, the game last night with, with you know, the Warrior fan, <sighs> Jeff Compton. Oh, boy. Uh, but I was sitting there with him, and I was just – I looked at Kevin Durant, and he made like a, just – I don't know. It was like a pretty casual three or something along those lines. And I looked at him and I was like, you know what's crazy is Kevin Durant's like the create a player version, like the hack that you would do in like in NBA 2K when you go like, in, let's just say it's 2007 and you go to create a player. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll make him 611. I'll make him a point guard. He can post up. He'll yam. He can block shots. Like, and he can shoot the three. And he's a 99 at everything. Right. And, and that's and that's what that's what we're dealing with. Kevin Durant is so unique. At his size, the skill level that he possesses is unmatched. I have never seen anyone at his size that moves the way that he does, that can literally, like you're saying, can take any shot. He can take any shot. And it's a good shot. And a lot of the times they go in. <laughs> and, and Drew, uh, you know, you're a shooter too. Mm -hmm. This dude isn't banking shit in. This dude is not hitting the – everything he hits is wet. Yes. It's Aquafina, as I like <laughs> to say, dude. That shit is Aquafina. And mind you – 
Golden State just took my team out, which yeah. is okay. Right. I'm okay with that. I'm glad we lost to the Golden State Warriors and not the Utah Jazz or the Portland Trailblazers. But we're seeing now that the separation is there. The separation is there between Kevin Durant and everybody else and Kevin Durant and players on his team. Yeah. We're seeing that. Well, yeah, <clears throat> they're definitely they're definitely relying on him to pull them out of these, some of these 100% moments. they are. Yeah. And and they never really had to do that. It was always on Steph and Clay and yeah. maybe at Draymond at some points. But Draymond's been playing his ass off too. He, yes. He's he's really he's he's having his Draymond moments now. Like Iggy. why he's why Iguodala is Iggy, playing his playoff so, Iggy is a different player. We we let's like again. Okay, let's, sorry, we, focus. We'll, no, we'll we'll start there because the game started and I didn't necessarily know how he, how the Warriors were going to approach this series, right? Because Clint Capella is a legit seven footer that just catches lobs and is a problem defensively. So I thought maybe they'd start Bogut. Um, and there was a part of me that thought maybe they'd start Jarebko, uh, Jordan Bell, something somebody like that. Maybe go a little smaller, but still have. Iggy coming off the bench because they love him coming off the bench. Steve Kerr says, you know what? Fuck it. We're starting the lineup of death, the Hamptons five. I hate that name. The lineup of death of the I Hamptons five. Which one? Well, first of all, the lineup of death was with Harrison Barnes. And now you, now you, right? Isn't it the Hampton five was Harrison Barnes? Hamptons, no, the Hamptons five is when they went to ke get Kevin Durant. That's then why the lineup of death, Harrison Barnes was in one of these lineups. I, and what happened is they got to take Harrison Barnes out and implement KD. Kevin, Kevin Durant. So, so we call so, it the Hamptons five. All right. Um, so either way, whatever you want to call it, he went with Kevin Durant at center. Again, mm -hmm. we're talking about his versatility. Guarding Clint Capella. I mean, technically it was Draymond guarding Clint and Kevin can do whatever he wants. But Kevin jumps tip and he's at this point, he's the rim protector. So when, when they go through these pick and rolls, you'll see Kevin will be on somebody else like PJ and then just guard the rim when, when Draymond is involved in a switch with Capella out on the top on the perimeter. Um, and so Steve Kerr starts Iguodala. Iguodala and Draymond are – Iggy's essentially playing the role that DeMarcus was where Draymond gets the ball at the free throw line, going to the basket, and do, does his little floater the slash, slash alley-oop. And Iggy's just yamming at home. But isn't that exactly how Clint Capella, when you, the first thing you said yeah. about Clint, that's how he gets his alley-oops because Harden mm -hmm. draws a double team. Yeah. You, if Chris or whoever else can get to the rack, Clint Capella's right there. Yeah. So it's basically the same play. And it worked over and over again. And not in this series. Right. So the Warriors defense is exactly what we're saying. Like they're letting Kevin Durant be the rim protector at his wingspan. And it's really, their defense is really kind of making James. Uh, pass the ball to the other options. They're clogging the middle. Mm -hmm. They'll double James when he comes around the pick and roll, and then he'll for they'll force James to swing it to one of the three-point shooters, whether that's Gordon or Tucker or whoever, and they're saying, all right, you guys go ahead and beat us. We're not going to let Clint get these easy lobs. We're not going to get uh, let James get these like finger roll layups at the rim. And so Clint is, is now a non-factor. Like He's barely playing in the series, and the Warriors have essentially taken him out of the rotation. Um, I want to talk about what you just brought up though, where normally the Warriors offense doesn't have to go so heavily through Kevin Durant. And it is, you know, a lot of Steph and Clay and KD kind of all together. Uh, I really think that Clay is a little banged up at this point. Right. Uh, he had a really nice game too, but specifically like leading up to like the last two months, Clay has not really been himself. Defensively, he's still doing his job. Offensively, he's just been a little slow. Yeah, but maybe that's just sluggish. because KD gets a bunch of the looks. He takes most of those looks. And that's totally fine. <clears throat> but Clay's always been just efficient with those right. looks. He never needs 20 shots to get right. his points. You know, he usually can get it done with 15 shots, and he's still getting those shots. He's just not really capitalizing it. Again, game two, he had a better game. But 
with Durant in this kind of a zone, there's no reason for anyone really to be taking shots. You have no one on the Rockets that can stay with Durant. He can shoot over whoever they have in front of him uh, or go around whoever that they have tall enough to try and stop him on the perimeter. Uh, so at this point, we're, we're, te- we're talking about uh, one of the greatest runs not only in the playoffs, but like in the history of the playoffs, we're seeing Kevin Durant on right now. You know what? It, you know what it reminds me of last year, LeBron. It really sure. does. It reminds me of that. But back to what you were saying, there's nobody. Nobody has ever been able to guard Kevin Durant. Right. The only way Kevin Durant's going to have a bad night, he's not going to get locked up. Right. It's Kevin Durant having a bad Just night, missing shots, and not and missing shots, yeah. which we're not even seeing that happen. Nope. nope. But let's nope. get to the real the real deal about this. The yep. whole drama about this was the officiating, and this yes. is something that we have talked about the past two seasons on this show, mm-hmm. and it just seems that it happens a lot. Yeah, you know, blown calls, blatantly missed calls, um, and including this series, this whole past NBA season, the whole playoffs right now. I have never in my life seen so many people, fucking professional basketball players, fall while shooting shots. Yeah, the flopping. The the kicking the Reggie Miller kick the fucking legs out flop. I've never seen it so much in my life. Yeah. And there are rules that are in place though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The officiating was bad. They they what what it came out to, the officiating the officials admitted to missing four calls okay. on four three pointers. Okay. Houston Rockets being the fucking nerds that they are, go right, you know, the analytics, analytics the, yeah. those guys. Yeah. They find that it was it was, it was eight three-pointers mm. that should have been called fouls. That's 24 trips to the free throw line mm-hmm. that they did not get. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? I mean, it's blatantly obvious. Like, so there, there's a lot of this – is, this is the storyline for game one, which is why I wanted to start there. The main thing that everyone has been talking about and that is, that is valid to be bringing up at this point is that uh, for the last few years, the last few seasons – those shots that James Harden and Chris Paul and et cetera have taken have been called a foul very consistently through those last, I would say, probably two and a half, three seasons now. Even leading up to this series, like in the Houston series, or uh, the, the, the Houston Utah series, mm-hmm. those were called fouls. And so this is something that we talk about. We actually have some insight on the way that NBA officials work. Uh, you are uh, very insightful about like the pregame rituals that these refs go through and they go, OK, we, we know we have to look out for Draymond. We know we have to look out uh, for James Harden, Chris Paul, blah, blah, blah. Let's let's focus in on this. It was clear to me that before that game, they had some kind of uh, conversation the refs did about this particular call and decided that this is not going to be called in this game. So. What I always say... Which makes no sense, Drew. It doesn't make any sense, and I'm not going to defend it. What I always say, though, is that every game you go into, you you will see within the first eight minutes of that game how the referees are going to ref this game, and the players and the coaches should adjust. It doesn't make what the refs are doing correct, but if the refs are consistent, which they were throughout that whole game, they were consistently not, not calling shit. Consistently not calling mm-hmm. it on both sides. Mm-hmm. I think Steph had a couple, and, and I think Clay had one or two where, where the same thing happened. It wasn't as egregious looking because they actually try to land on their feet when they shoot. Um, so, uh, but, but because they were consistent throughout that game, there, there should have been an adjustment made by James Harden saying, okay, well, this thing that I do now 
when I'm shooting and and I feel even just the slightest bit of con- or someone's approaching me and then I just I just don't land on my feet. I just I just fall down. Maybe I'll stop doing that and I'll actually try and make the shot. Now, I know that's a that's a that's a really tough that's that's got to be a really tough thing for him to adjust to. I don't think you should have to adjust to referees in a game. I don't. I don't think But that's the way that it is. I get it. I get that, dude. In every game. I but I don't think I, I don't think you should go in pregame in your in your locker room meeting being like, okay, well, Scott Foster, Mark Davis, and Zach Zarbar. No, are but be it's in the this it's game. in the middle of the game. I, I that get you it. Need to adjust to it. I get it. Yeah. But the rule is the rule. You need to create. You need to give the shooter la- enough room to land. Right. Thank you, Jaja. Okay. Yeah. Who's the, the who started all of this shit? Yeah. And you should be able to land. Somebody's gonna break it. You're if I'm James right. Harden, I'm not gonna be the guy that's trying to flop right. because I can't lose my ankles like this. I get why he, he's protecting by him not landing with his whole weight on his feet. Mm-hmm. It does it prevents him from rolling ankles Facts. and landing on people. So I get that he's Facts. protecting himself there. And and you know. Everybody that's on our page and like listens to us, there's so many Harden haters, and we've been. <laughs> there are they're out there. They yeah. do not like they James Harden, there, yeah. and I understand why you don't. Right. And we have talked about this, you know, manipulating the NBA, but and we've come back and told you that like this is how the games played now. This right. is how the, the this is how the 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 uh, referees are refing the game. Yeah. These are the freaking rules, right? And. If you can get away with it, mm-hmm. get it. It's kind of like you remember when was it Kobe that started the swipe the, the through? through was Kobe. The swipe through yeah, shit. It was Kobe. Which, if you do that right, it's a fucking foul. If your hands are in the cookie jar and you, you can't shoot, do it, you can't, can't do that. Right. So, but this is my. The NBA has allowed James Harden to get away with what we all think is a travel that now we're just overlooking the step back that he does. Now the NBA says across the board unilaterally that is no longer a travel it's we're not okay. calling that a travel so that is a huge swing in officiating for James Harden specifically and now the rest of the league starting to catch on look at Dame Lillard's you, last shot Chris Same Paul Chris, Chris Paul, Paul does it all the time mm-hmm. P- players are starting to catch on and and then add that to their repertoire but James Harden was on the forefront of that mm-hmm. and so the NBA adjusted in its entirety because this guy was doing it efficiently at a level where they just said okay this is we're just going to let this go this is going to be a travel so that's something that has made him an mvp candidate made him an mvp and a, and a top player in the league offensively for the last three years because he's been able to do this now the thing that i want to talk about this landing zone it's so it's such a gray area right because if i'm a shooter I, i'm sorry if i'm shooting the ball and my natural rhythm and momentum takes me a little bit forward. It's not my fault. You know, if I'm running into a shot and I'm, and I'm shooting and my momentum just yeah. naturally carries me forward mm-hmm. and someone steps into that zone, that should still probably be a foul, especially if that defender is jumping towards me as well. And we, if we meet in the air uh, or I can't land and there's contact, that should be a foul. But if my natural shot without momentum is up and down, and then all of a sudden, because there's a player next to me now, I start to exaggerate that and leap forward and exaggerate that landing space and take what used to be, you know, what uh, what amounts to maybe a foot or, or 18 inches of a jump and turn that into a three foot or four foot jump forward simply because I know I should get contact. That's why I really think it's a gray area. I And, and there's no to me. I don't know. I don't know how to officiate that. I'm not an official, but I don't know how you're supposed to look at each one of those in the split second, in the moment, and determine whether or not that's a foul. The fact is that Harden's been doing it all year, and he's getting the calls. Right. So, the bottom line is this: if, like you said, if you're not getting the calls, 
you know yeah, what I mean? You have to. You have to. How move about forward. we focus on hitting the shot That's and not I mean. worry about the fucking foul? That's what I mean. And I th- and 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 again, there was so much whining from D'Antoni, Kerr, Draymond, Chris, of course. Yep. Harden, all that shit. Play the fucking game, dude. Right. Play the game like you're supposed to. Like you're supposed to play. That after game one, again, they the 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 the, the Rockets came out with a full report. Yeah. They didn't submit it. Right. They talked. They talked. They didn't submit it. They talked to the officials about it. Mm-hmm. So they went back. Yeah. And came up with this crazy shit, dating back to last year's Western Conference yeah. Finals. Right. And then talking about the officiating, and it's been known that Scott Foster. The the NBA ref uh, supposedly does not get along with Chris Paul and James Harden does not at the like beginning. Him. Right. Supposedly. Yeah. We've never heard that from Scott Foster's mouth. That's what James said. Yeah. That's James, what James, James said. said. James Harden said it in an interview. And he and Scott Foster hasn't refed a game since that game. Hasn't until refed a Utah night. until last yeah, night. Until last and so night. I kind of find it like mm-hmm. the whole point of that 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 memo was to say that the Golden State's getting favorable calls. Right. And I think, and honestly, it was blatantly obvious in game one. Now, the simple fact that, and I heard this from my ref friend, that Scott Foster knew he was refing this game last week. Oh, he did? You know, it's not like you're on the freaking, you're, you're bowling with your kid and they're like, they oh, text well, Scott, message, right? Yeah, yeah. you're, you're going to work tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a seasoned NBA, he's a finals official. Yeah. Um, but, of course, Houston Rockets and the media want to dive into, oh, well, Scott Foster is going to rest, ref this game. Mm. And this is what I'm not big on. I'm not big on – if the casual NBA fan, Drew, doesn't know the fucking refs. They no, don't, they don't they, know the names. They don't they know, know the, the names. They're really not even – paying. no, right. they don't. Now, to guys like us, yeah, like because we know refs and uh, we know that they're kind of – you know, they have their tendencies. They do. Just like every player has their tendencies, Facts. refs have their tendencies. Facts. And so as you see the game, you start seeing the same refs over and over again. You get to know what they're going to call. Uh, like like Ed Malloy, who who automatically gives double technicals now. If if, if two players look at each you're other done. for longer than a second. Oh, double text. I'm sorry, guys. That's, that's you and you teed up both times. Double text yep. right there. Yep. Um, but it's little things like that that right. you'll notice as you get to watch uh, these, these refs all the time. Uh, and I guess before we move to game two... Uh, the thing that I wanted to mention is I, I know I, that probably sounded like I was uh, heavily on the warrior side of things with the way that the officiating went, but they definitely missed. Uh, there's no argument from me that they missed at least those three or four that, that the refs came out and said that they missed. James definitely got fouled on uh, in the first half by Clay, I think at least two or three times. Um, and, and, and those ones I was like, wow, they're really not calling this for some reason, which is why I think there was a unified conversation about between those refs that we're just not if if he jumps if it doesn't look natural and he just falls down we're just not calling it today okay but when you when you say that yeah and when houston comes out with there's eight there was eight three-pointers that we should have gone to the line for that it was a 104 the chris 100. paul one and, and okay it, that okay. one's garbage so let's split it at four okay sure. let's split it at four yeah yeah and those four that everybody knew barkley Shaq, ej everybody on tv said that is a fucking foul right so let's just take those four right and you're getting you're getting 12 shots at the free throw line yeah the game ended 104 100 yeah that uh, houston rockets shoot really well from the free throw yeah. line you put harden or chris paul on the line you're looking pretty fucking good. You're right. So it's the outcome of the game. Sure. And and and, and to me, it's just like those little th- even two dog. Give us so a- so let's 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 talk about the very last play of game one then because okay. this is to me that was a big one, and I don't think Draymond fouled mm-hmm. James Harden at the last shot. Do mm-hmm. you think that one was a no? Foul? I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with a no call on, on that. that one. I'm cool because that no one was call. pretty egregiously like he was leaning forward, like tried to create the contact with his legs, and then just missed the shot. 
because he was so focused on on what was what Draymond was doing. So you we're on agree we're in agreement there that it, it's that was not a foul. I'm in agreement with the fact that I think that it was so close that it's if, okay to it's okay it's to okay, no call. Yeah, you let it go, dude. Right, you right. it's not blatantly obvious. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to be the referee that's like, ah, maybe I shouldn't right. have called that on the last play. Right. But I so this this makes me think of something that we talked about going back to the NCAA March Madness where mm-hmm. Virginia in a in in a last you know kind of a last second effort to win their game, Kyle Guy gets fouled in the corner. Right, he shoots a three. The guy clearly yeah, hit him on the hip. Yeah, he did. And the ref called it because that was a foul. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I and I don't want to say that somehow that's different than what James Harden is doing. Uh, the one thing that I will say is that Kyle Guy really went up to make it because it was a last second shot. He tried to make that shot and the guy hit him and fouled him. So that, and he it, didn't flail. Right. He didn't kick he, his fucking legs out. Right. You know what I mean? And do are do you think trainers? Do you think NBA trainers are teaching people this now? No, do but you, I think I think because James is so used to getting those calls, it's only natural that he starts doing this more and more. I get it because it's working. So as much as I want to say that it's you know it's fucking bullshit. Uh, James Harden, you know, is is clearly flopping all the time. It, what it does for him is it, it lessens the actual fouls that happen. If he's if he's falling down every single time, it just it reduces the amount of times that we're like, oh, that must have been a foul, right? Stand up on a couple of these threes so that when you do get hit and you fall down, people are like, oh shit, that has to be right. a foul. That's just something that I think he should really take into consideration. Uh, but but I do want to get into game yeah, two. Go. I know we're running we're running a little long on this one. Game two to me was about a, as beautifully refed. If you look at it, it from was. from the flip side, played and refed about as beautifully as you could hope. Both teams were super competitive. The refs did a really good job in game two, and the players shut the fuck up mm-hmm. pretty much across the board. Crazy what happens when they, what happens when they do that? Isn't that wild? It was, it was great. It was a great game. Yeah. Durant had a great game. Obviously, there was some shit that happened in the first quarter. Steph dislocated his. He didn't finger. have a great game. Kevin Durant did not have a great game. He missed a lot of shots in yesterday. game two. Yeah, he he didn't have a great game. I think he ended up with twenty nine, which is a good game for him. It, it, but he, you know, he was missing shots. Yeah, he had. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, yeah. it was twenty. But what I'm, I I meant to say that the game was great because it was right. competitive the whole okay. time. Um, and yeah, I guess he was missing some shots. Let me look at the box Harden's order. out for eleven minutes because he gets poked in the eye. I mean, he went both nine, eyes. Durant went nine of twenty two, which is not bad. I mean, it's still nine of twenty two is not a Durant game. It's forty one percent from the field, which is like which mo- is standard. Standard for most, Kevin Durant. Most pe- right. It's a good. It's it's playoffs, bro. Twenty nine points in the playoffs is good. Free throws, bro. I anyway, mean, it's a he, good game. I so he was averaging forty one in the first round, like you said. So when you and when we're talking, but when you, when we're talking, Kevin Durant twenty nine point. It wasn't a great forty one is like astronomical. It is great. Is still is above his average, which his average was twenty seven. So great, I'll give him that. I'm gonna say that the was, fact that we're saying that it's an off game yeah. for him at twenty nine. <laughs> that's why we're saying that he's that good. Um, so, so continue. Obviously, in the first quarter, Steph goes out, uh, goes to the locker room, dislocated his left. Uh, ring finger. I feel you, bro. I feel uh, you, Steph. Yeah, that happened. It very hit you close to the heart. I there, posted a, a video. I, 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 he's lucky it wasn't on a shooting hand. If it's a shooting yeah, the hand, off hand, right? Yeah, your guide hand, and he was all good. Yeah. First fucking shot. He he, he misses first, and then was was Aquafino. Yeah. He on the was second. he was six for sixteen, which mm-hmm. is a not a Curry performance. No. Only twenty points for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clay had twenty one points on eight of eighteen. Again, both those guys still kind of just not hitting the shots that we're used to seeing them mm-hmm. hit. Obviously, Steph has an excuse. 
Uh, both of them were questionable for game one after rolling their ankles in the last game against they're the They're banged up like you said. They're dude. definitely banged up, mm-hmm. and, and they're going to continue to be banged up because Steve Kerr has this rotation pretty much down to seven guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're all playing like 37 to 40 minutes mm-hmm. a game. So they're, they're going to get through this series, mm-hmm. and they're still going to have – you know, if they're going to win the finals, they're still going to have two more series left, and they're going to be limping their way in um, at this pace. And then also on the other end, like literally, what, four minutes later, Draymond Green – does the 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 double poke in the eye the three stooges uh, the double poke in the eye yeah. on James Harden I've never seen anyone get poked in both eyes I haven't seen the, both at eyes at the same time this is the third incident that, that yeah. Draymond has poked somebody in the eye though yeah and I'm sorry dude this Draymond is that guy and it's all I wonder how long his fingernails are too because I I play with a lot of dudes that do not cut their fingernails oh, in, in important games. They will let mm-hmm. those fingernails go, and you will you'll see scratches on people's shoulders. Oh, I would pinch and the, the fuck the out way, of the like, dude. It was almost like a razor blade cut mm-hmm. James's eye there. Uh, of course, you know that's obviously going to affect James Harden. Uh, it's nice that there's a couple days rest for him to recover. He gets three. He gets three days off before the next game on Saturday to kind of get that that all looked at. But he was clearly fucking shooken up. Uh, and then even when he came back in the game, he was bald. No, nah, but it took him some. Like he, he when he the first thing he did when he came back in the game, he had like three turnovers in a row. Right, where he just threw the ball to nobody. And and obviously it's the vision, and it took him a little while to get his shot down. But I think the hardest thing when you get your eye poked, yeah, especially on your shoot, like you get one eye poked is tough, yeah. But on your shooting hand side too mm-hmm. is tough. This right. lining the shit up, right? And then I think the rest is muscle memory. Like you sure. just you just have been doing this. Yeah, I'm sure James Harden could hit a three, you know, with his eyes closed right. occasionally, right? But- uh, it's still like depth perceptions affected. I don't know what kind of eye drops they put in there. He's probably not used to that. Uh, the, the lights. The one thing that I'll say about James is that he 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 made it pretty clear to everybody that it was affecting him with like constantly blinking and squinting and right. and squishing his face up. So like, you saw his eyes though, Drew. He wasn't. Oh, that's no. not embellishing at all. No, 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 no. I but but on some level, it's like, dude, we know you got poked in the eye. Like you don't have to keep doing this for us. Like this this like weird. I think this he weird does face though. That he was doing like it. it I think he does. I don't he, think he needs to. His eyes were bleeding, bro. It looked like. Yeah, yeah. And it hurts, Drew. You just don't walk out there and like. I'm I'm on James Harden's side. I've been poking the eye. I've been poking it's, the eye before. It fucking sucks. It's horrible. It sucks, and it's not good. And and I, I can understand that. But you know what I'm saying. I get too. it. So maybe a little dramatic. Yeah. Okay, it, whatever. I mean, you've been playing for three quarters now with this eye thing. You don't have to be looking at the free throw line like with a squinched face. Anyway, th- that's for the James. Is Harden. there any history? That's of for James, the James Harden. Haters. Is there any? Is there any history of James Harden being dramatic? Really, Drew? Oh I'm no! Jo- yeah, yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> there's no history of that ever. He still had a pretty good game though. Twenty nine points, almost yeah. identical line to, to to Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Nine for nineteen, mm-hmm. and they and they pulled it out. So let's get let's get to the bottom line of this. Yeah, Golden State's up two zero. They're going back to Houston. There's going to be three days rest. Um, if Austin Rivers doesn't play, have a good game, what last a game night, for Austin! Thank Rivers. God, Austin, because I'm still on your what side. What an Austin Rivers game! But if it wasn't for him and, and Chris played decently, yeah, he did. look, this is this is it. Golden State is just so much better than everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I think at the end of the at the end of all this. Milwaukee seeing Golden State will be the only matchup that's going to count because whoever Golden State sees next round, and I'm saying they're going next round, it's over. This shit is over in yep. Houston. Um, you think they're going to sweep them? No, I, oh, I think oh, Houston oh. will get one. Okay, I think they'll get one. But okay, Houston is zero and eight when they're down. Oh, two, two yeah, in the playoffs. Two, right. uh, if history repeats itself, and again, it's repeating itself again. Chris Paul, James Harden, playoffs. Does where are you, Chris? 
Where are you? When your second best player, you're a two hundred million dollar man. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we need to see some twenty seven and twelves. Right. We got to see some thirty three and fifteens. Yep. I mean, he had he had eighteen points on six of fourteen shooting, and he had six assists and seven rebounds, which is which okay. Is pretty pretty solid. Yeah, it's game, okay, but it's not the level where he needs to be. No, not when your third best player on Golden State could give you 40 at any minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's right. When, yeah. it, I'm saying when yeah. if Austin Rivers is the one that's going to have to be the guy yeah. to keep you in the game, yeah. this is the issue, dude. Right. And this is this is what it's going to this is what it's going to be about about your legacy. Everybody wants to like Chris Paul, and I love Chris Paul. I do. I've spent a I didn't spend a lot of time with him. I spent a lot of time watching him forever. Right, right. And he's a great player. But when are we going to come to terms with the simple fact that, like, yeah, it's obvious that regular season Harden and playoff yes. Harden is different. So this is what I wanted to say too. <laughs> is like I, you know, I we we talked about Russell mm-hmm. uh, Westbrook. It kind of has this same thing, right? Mm-hmm. He's Mr. Triple Double. And then when the you know when the heat of the moment happens, he, he switches up a little bit, and he be, you know maybe he's just regular season Russ. And I'm thinking with James Harden and his past, I mean, outside of the year that he went to the finals with Russ and with Kevin Durant, where he had an unbelievable playoff run, outside of that, he's been a little shaky in the playoffs. I mean, he went, a for, little. He went for 29 points in this game, so he still did fine with, a, with two poked eyes. Right. You know? So it's, he still can perform, but the, his teams just aren't winning. And, and a lot of it is on his shoulders. So I th- I'm thinking it might be. It's all on his it shoulders. It might be regular Drew. game, James. It it needs to it's be. It's regular season Russ, uh-huh. and it's regular, regular game, game James. James. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. I don't see. I, I just don't see this happening. If you you got it, I I'm a big believer in game ones don't mean that much. Sure. I want to see adjustments. Yeah, right. And this is where and we can come back to this because I have something else to say about Kevin Durant, and hopefully we can get into that in in a minute. I'm not a big believer in who wins game ones. I want to see. Uh, I want to see. What happens in game two? Yeah, I want to see the adjustments. Right, and so we see that with the Boston, with the Boston Milwaukee series. And can we can we talk about that real quick? So Boston comes out; they have fucking great, unbelievable. They blew blew the fucking doors off of that place. They did in game one, one twelve to ninety. Giannis looked stifled. I just I want to toot my own horn. I very rarely toot the own horn. Oh, you toot it all the time. But I fucking called that goddamn lineup and that matchup. If you guys want to listen, rewind it. Go back to episode seventy three. I was all about them. Gonna ha- they're gonna need to have Horford guard Giannis, and they then they're probably gonna go small. Called that lineup, and Horford dominated, dominated. that matchup in game one. It Facts. was something that I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be like that. I couldn't have called that kind of dominance. Mm-hmm. But I did think that Horford gave him the best chance he against did. Giannis and still continues to give Giannis problems, even though he had an unbelievable game, too. Right. Um, but Celtics dominated game one, like you're saying. It's it's about adjustments. It's about coaching. Is where it, I mean, the playoffs, it really comes down to uh, these these kinds of in-game and then, and then uh, post-game adjustments as you move to the next game and go, okay, well, this shit clearly didn't work. Mm-hmm. Let's switch it up somehow. Let's see what we can do. Let's spread the floor, and that's exactly what they did in game two. Let's get Miritich some shots. Mm-hmm. That, uh, you know, I got to say something about Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe's, uh, Eric Bledsoe's decision-making, he he played a really great point guard role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They distributed the ball great. Giannis basically said, okay, I got to be Giannis right now. And Chris Middleton. Middleton? Is the big, that was the big key. So when we, did when he we were talking. 30? How many he had? 29, uh, 28. 28, yeah. uh, when, when we were talking uh, about the, the matchup, you know, looking ahead to this matchup, we did kind of think that Middleton was going to have to outperform both Tatum and Jalen Brown uh, in order for them to find success. And in this game, he absolutely did it. He had like 20 points in the first half. 
He was really feeling it, and they fed him the ball. He's going to need to continue to play at that level Drew, because the Celtics, as a unit, are really hitting stride right now. They're not, though, Drew. No, but they are. They, they are not. They slipped in, in, in game two. They slipped. But outside of that, every game that they've played so far has been great. Tatum in game one and two is literally two for fucking ten. I'm talking about as a unit, as a team. Oh. Okay, but okay. When you're who's your second best player on Boston? Offensively? Yeah, who's your second best player besides Kyrie? Well, I, offensively, like that's the I think that's probably the best part about their their team is that it can be Tatum, it can be Brown, it can be Tatum Warford, is it can not be Hayward. Tatum has not showed up even in the fucking first round. Tatum is 2 for 10. Yeah. In the playoffs, he's shooting 20%. He's a minus 18. Right. Kyrie in game 2, 4 for 18, 22%, minus 19. Gordon Fucking Hayward. Yeah. I'm tired of giving, you know, we all love Gordon. I get it. But let's talk about this. You shouldn't be on the floor. You shouldn't be on the floor. He was one for five. Second highest paid player in the fucking NBA. He's one for five. He's, you know what his minus was in game two? Mm. Minus fucking 30, dude. So. that, But that game was kind of over in the third quarter. It was. I, I, it's hard to, like the whole game plus minus is always going to look worse. Because they were they blew him out in that third. I mean, it was a close game. It was like a one point game at halftime, right? And then at the end of the fourth, uh, Milwaukee was up by like thirty. But so, there has been nothing to show you that Gordon Hayward is going to be like just. He's had maybe two games this season where he's, he's like, had some, oh, he's well, had some games. He's through, had some games. Through. You're a little hard on the boy. I, I'm he just he literally. It's a, like it was, it was. I get it. It was a year ago that he I get dislocated it. his ankle. Almost the his foot almost left his body. I get it. Give the man some time. I mean, do we do we look at Paul George this demandingly uh, in his recovery time? I don't think we did. I wasn't. Well, give, give him some time. Uh, but but oh. I still think the Celtics are going to win this series. I absolutely seriously absolutely. Oh boy. Why do you not think that? Oh boy. Those two games were literally just like because Brogdon's both, both coming flip. back. Middleton is playing like a fucking all-star. One game. Okay. One game. He's he, played, a, he played one game great in this series. He had one good game. Because there's only been two. Right. Okay. So what do you He's mean? He's played great all year. Okay. Jason Tatum hasn't played great all year. Jalen Brown hasn't played great all year. Gordon Hayward definitely hasn't played great all year. It is. That's it, what I'm it's, saying. It's now going, it's happening for them. The Celtics are hitting stride now. And it, for you to not and Milwaukee's realize, not hitting stride. Milwaukee's been hitting stride, dude. I'm not talking oh, about no. that. Well, I just got because, Milwaukee. Just because I'm saying Boston is hitting stride doesn't mean Milwaukee isn't or is doing something. I don't know how you that. hit stride and, and lose by 30. I don't know. I don't see that hitting stride. You just said Milwaukee's been hitting stride. They lost by 30. They did lose. They, so they, then they what are you lose. talking about? Boston has been so inconsistent all year from the beginning of the I fucking know. year. I'm saying now they're starting to be consistent. They have a consistent lineup. Players are within the roles that they're structured mm. for. They know their roles. Yes, Tatum is shit right now. Tatum mm -hmm. is. I don't know where he is. And I, I'm not trying to defend him. He's playing like garbage. But they still dominated game one. They're going to go home to Boston. True. Like essentially up, right? When you, Whenever you split a series away, you're looking True. at the home court advantage moving forward. So I still think Boston is definitely capable. And I do think they're, they're going to win this. They're capable of it. I think they're going to win this series. Okay. I, in I seven? Called it, I called it right from uh, before, the, before the tip on game one. I said Celtics in seven. In, okay. Great call. What are you, what's your call then? <laughs> Milwaukee. In seven? Milwaukee, I think it could go. I think it's going to go seven. Right. So then, come on, man. We're what? splitting hairs here. You're what? acting like I'm a fucking lunatic for picking am, the Celtics. I am not acting like a lunatic. <laughs> You're acting like I'm a lunatic I'm not for acting, picking the Celtics. No, I think I think it's a. I, I think it's a little. You know, it's a little. Yeah. Right. Which is yeah. Whatever, man. Uh, so don't be mad because I don't agree with you. Who's mad? You're getting mad. 
You're no. Getting, no, people like angry Drew. I'm they've not, said, they've all I'm said. I'm not mad. I'm saying you're acting like I'm crazy because I'm you're saying You're not crazy. Boston, there's, a, there's a lot of people that'll take Boston. Boston like, are, Boston's hitting stride, and that's the that's the facts. They're playing the best basketball right now. Yeah, they got blown out in game mm, two. It happens. That's your best. I don't know. All right, moving on. What do we got now? What is it, Philly? Yep. Uh, the next series is... I like that series, though. Another... Really another all, the, all these series are really good. I mean, I don't know about... We'll, we'll get into... You know, Portland and Denver, which is like still kind of like a meh series. Uh, but the Sixers and Raptors is a great series. Kawhi Leonard, we talked about this before the series started. Who's going to be the best player on the floor? And and it was like, you know, is it going to be Embiid? Is it going to be Kawhi? You know, is, is Simmons going to assert himself? Who's it going to be? Uh, and it's by far Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is establishing uh, for all of us why he's such a desirable player, why every team in the NBA should want him. He went off for 45 in the first game. And, and a Kawhi at 45, too, when you really think about it. It was. It's a quiet. He just goes about his business, he and he was fucking on fire yep. in that game. And honestly, when I watched it, I was like, oh, no. This may be a quick one. Sixers didn't bring it. They really didn't bring it in game one. Uh, in game two, they did. They did. They turned it around. Uh, the Raptors only scored 89 points. That's low. Uh, it was 94 to 89, so it was a pretty close game. You know why, though? Why? They, because, they. I mean, if Danny Green's hitting any of his shots that game. Right, yeah, three you know points what I mean? for Danny Green. Lowry came on at the end there. But back to what points. you were saying about Kawhi, mm -hmm. he, he does everything right, bro. Yep. Everything he does is right. And it's at his own pace. Yeah. He's never rushed. No. He's he good. doesn't even look fast to me. Like when you when you watch him, there's nothing. Is quick. he fast? We no, don't I don't know. We don't know. Is he quick? I don't think it's that. He's, he's just a crazy he's athlete. So, his right. hands are as big as they possibly can be, yep. and he's just he's he's really he. There was we're one, talking about someone hitting stride. It, it Kawhi Leonard is is striding out right. There now. was one play at the end of the game where you know it was it was, it was a really close game mm, at the end, mm -hmm. and um the ball he was rolling the ball up court to to hold you know to yeah, hold the shot clock. Yeah. And then he literally just picked it up, picked it up with his left hand, like it, like it was a baseball, yeah, a little baseball, just like this. Got it. Took two dribbles. Everybody collapsed on him. Dropped to Lowry in the corner, yep. and it was bucket. Yeah. Um. He had thirty five in the second game. Like he is by far, uh, the best player on the floor. It. I, Joel doesn't look great. Though. That's the thing, dude. Joel. It, this is this is the problem, right? So like when we were talking about like how how the Sixers can win this series. It had it has to be Joel. Facts. I mean, and he played he played thirty two minutes and yeah. only had twelve points. He had a really big couple of buckets at the in the fourth yeah. to to put him through and, and one one in particular, that layup in the end, spin move on Gasol, pump mm -hmm. fake and then finish. That was nice. Big it was a big, big bucket. But he finished with twelve points. And so you know, Jimmy. He Butler, did have the shits, though, Drew. He had the shits, and, and he's and his knees are hurt. Yeah, and, and I mean, Jesus, stop eating Chipotle before the game. The first, <laughs> he says, his diet is yeah. horrible. They I believe it. They, he says he loves he he the ice cream, yeah, cheeseburger. The first play of the game, he fell to his knees, and I was like, oh, oh shit, no. yeah. right, yeah. Oh boy, not good. And we both called that Marcus Gasol is not the easiest dude to play against. Gasol is showing out again. He's he's. He's not the athlete and mm -hmm. the offensive force that he once was in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, but we we did we all knew that that wasn't going to be his role for this team. He doesn't need to drop twenty five points a game. I mean, granted, he he needs to do more than have five points like he did in game two. Uh, but he his his impact is felt most when he's able to go. All right, I can kind of corral one on one with Embiid a little bit, at least cause him some problems. And he's actually, I mean, he's doing that. He's actively causing Embiid some problems. 
maybe even as many problems as Joel's diet yes. at this point. <laughs> uh, but but I want to I want to give a shout out to Jimmy Butler because mm-hmm. in a on a team where everyone's kind of a little bit of an alpha, you know, on this whole team, like even JJ, like is is kind of a kind of a bit of an alpha. He's had to be that way in order to get himself to the league. It's easy when when the super alpha male, right, the Joel Embiid goes down for all of them to kind of scatter and 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 try and grasp for their shots. Jimmy Butler stepping up to the plate for big them. time. He had 30 points in game 2, was hitting big shots, playing really good defense. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm a little, I'm a little underwhelmed with how Tobias is showing out against Siakam right now. Siakam looks real nice. Siakam is the, is the next one on deck for people that don't know enough about him. You know, fucking pay attention, open your eyes, watch it, watch them, watch him play. Because when Kawhi leaves, that's going to be the guy he's gonna, he's taking the throne from Kawhi. Um, and, and he's, and he's, and it's going to almost be seamless for me. I mean, he's learning, he's learning so much from Kawhi Leonard. This year, mm-hmm. that that's invaluable. Agreed. Uh, even that that may have been worth trading Demar Derozan to get him a, a, an understudy uh, version of of Kawhi Leonard. But you, you said you were underwhelmed with Tobias, which I yeah. have been too. Yeah. I'm more underwhelmed with JJ. I'm seeing him. Mm-hmm. His shot looks way off, dude. Mm-hmm. Like way off. He can't get in any rhythm. Right. He's short on everything. Yeah. He's right. Have, did it, you notice this? I, it, it, it's been. I saw him airball twice. Don't, I don't dude. know. I mean, he got he got hit in the mouth there mm-hmm. uh, the once, or I think it was in game one. Right. Where he got elbowed or something like that, and he got a little pissy about it, and, and his lip was bleeding. I don't know. Sometimes, but this is. I I think I've actually brought this up in previous episodes. Uh, my 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 family is are not fans of JJ Redick. <laughs> all right. My dad and my brother fucking they they don't dislike him so much as they just know when it's clutch he's not hitting the shot and and you know some of his career really doesn't speak to that but a lot of, like if you look at the majority of his career especially uh with his time on the clippers whenever there was like a like they what really, about duke though bro with, no that's what i say i'm, I'm what more, about duke he's I'm one on, of the coldest college players ever i am very much in jj's camp i, love JJ. I mean he had to work his ass off to be Bad. in the nba yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people just kind of wrote him off as like a, like a jimmer for debt kind yeah. of like he'll dominate in college but he'll never make it in the league and and so for me, I, I will always be a JJ Reddick fan. But there is something to this. I get that when the pressure's on, it's not so easy to hit that fucking like fading to mm-hmm. your right, like coming off a full sprint. And you want to talk about a guy that jumps in the air, that lands on his feet every time he shoots JJ. a jump shot is JJ fucking Reddick. Okay, Ray nobody Allen. nobody shoots with more momentum in his shot and leaning left and right and forward and backwards, and yet he still you, lands on his you feet. You want to know why, though? And he, nobody undercuts him somehow. He works so hard to get the shot yeah. off. Yeah, this guy does. works. Most of his shit has to come off screen. It's almost it's, all of it, It's yeah. not like Steph and KD Where and guys. Up with, yeah, they, with they can someone, walk into it yeah. and fucking pull up. That's yeah, not JJ. They, Jamal Crawford fair. was great at doing that. Right. You know, yeah, Jamal fair. Crawford wasn't great off coming off, you know, fading away. Actually, he was. He was great at all that shit. <laughs> Trying to think. And I'm like, yeah. But yeah, JJ's been underwhelming. I want to see a game from him. I want to see something from JJ. Yes. And so, I, you know, I think, you know, for this series, 89 points yeah. for Toronto is a fucking problem. They were able to hold Philly to 94. Joel Embiid only had 12 points. Mm-hmm. You need to win that game. Got- I don't know. You're at home. You hold the team to under 100. Embiid only has 12. You got to figure out a way to win that fucking game. I don't think. I think it's the, the they got the shots that they weren't falling. I think that's yeah. what it was. The Danny Green thing is big. Mm-hmm. Gasol had some shots that really, you know, mm-hmm. Baca only had two points. Mm-hmm. Van Vliet had zero. He played 18 minutes, had zero point. 
Powell only had three points. So really, like their supporting cast really let them down in that game. They uh, got the looks though, because they... Kawhi had thirty-five, Siakam had twenty-one, and Lowry had twenty. So those three are, are doing their job right. there. Everybody else offensively has got to step up, and sometimes it doesn't. Shit happen. hits the fan, and, and you, yeah, you just you're just like, well, that that fucking sucks. On to the next one. But again, split series going to Philly. Philly's got to be feeling pretty good that they were able to play as shitty of a game as they played and still come out of there with a win. I want to see Toronto win the series. I do. Yeah. I do want to see Toronto. Who did you have? You had Philly, I have, right? I have Sixers in Sixers. seven. Who did I take? You have Toronto. I do. I did take him in six. I don't remember your call. Yeah. I but I think you you were leaning. I think you had Toronto for sure. You have Milwaukee's in the finals. That's what I. That's what I remember you saying. I had the Sixers going to the finals. But if it, dude, Embiid, I yeah, I. There has to be a nutritionist out here that can. He feed got this. one. He actually got he, one. He got the, he, God damn it, man! Of all the things that you could possibly do to like offset your game, it shouldn't be what you're eating before the fucking game it's the starts. Guy, or or it's the the sushi at two a.m. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Did mercury poisoning? Is yeah. That what it, is that the next thing for Embiid? Jesus Christ! Just get your knees straight. Sit in an ice bath and eat a steak. Like, how hard is that? Eat some steak and broccoli and some, and some broccoli. Right. Just be just for until the end of the season. Right. At, at, the, at the end of the season, go to China and eat all the different random shit you want to eat. I think, go to, because, I think it was the way he grew up, bro. You know, you grow well, up and you're not able to eat all that food. And yeah. then you come here and it's like you need to get 10,000 calories a day based off what you're doing. Yeah. But he's getting them the wrong way. Bro, yeah. McDonald's 10,000 calories you not is not good. <laughs> Do you not see what LeBron James does to take care of his body? Jesus. Is, is nobody watching this? Yeah. Take I a don't. note. Do we oh really have God. to talk about San Antonio, Denver? Uh, no, because San Antonio is out of it. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Port- Portland, about- Portland, Denver. <laughs> we're gonna That's talk how boring about- this shit is We're going to talk about Portland and Denver. Um, game two is actually on right now as, as we're recording this. Um, and uh, game one was, was, was pretty boring. I'll be honest with you. I mean, Denver looked superior in that game. Uh, Jokic was just all – he was dominating. The real deal, dude. He was dominating. He had 37 points, uh, nine rebounds, six assists. Jamal Murray had a decent game. Paul Millsap played decent. Just overall, that team looked ready to go. They looked like the better team, Home. which I was surprised. I was surprised because they just went to game seven. Right. And for them to turn around. They're young as fuck, though. They are young. So young. And, and, yeah. But, I mean, Portland's not old. I wouldn't call no. Portland an old team. No. Uh, but, yes, I mean, they're young. They, they have enough in their tank. They haven't been to the fucking playoffs in a, in a century. So, like, I get it. Like, they have <laughs> enough. They have enough in their bag. <laughs> But then you look at like what Portland did in game one, and I was having a conversation with a couple different people, and it's pretty clear to me that, that Portland's going to go with with the way that Damian Lillard played. I mean, Lillard had an amazing game. He had 39 points, uh, and Cantor actually played pretty well, 26 points in game one. Uh, but but it's McCollum only had 16. Aminu and Harkless only had four points total. That's for where those it's guys. at. And it's those two – Really, I mean, McCollum, 16 points. Uh, it's not that's enough, a, though. McCollum, that's, that's not enough. If it, Portland it, wants to yeah. win this series, yeah. McCollum he needs to play like the CJ that we all know he can play like. like. he played in round one. A- and yeah. the role players, right. like a Harkless and like a, my uh, white Aminu. boy that I never get his name right. My, Myers Leonard. No, the other white boy that I really like, Zach. Oh, Zach Collins. I like him. He but only I, had four points, too. I want to say something about that game, though. Yeah, go ahead. And I told you before. like I, I watched the game. I actually watched the game almost, almost twice. I watched it once. And then I, I fast forward it through everything. Mm-hmm. It seemed to me that nobody was putting a body on Jokic. Jokic was walking the ball yeah, up. Just let him do pull, it. Dude, walking the ball wide up. Wide open threes. Pull up a three. Even getting into the paint. 
and let's the, the real the real gem about Jokic yeah. is the dude is a team player. He's a fucking point he wants guard. To throw, he wants he, to throw passes. He can pass that thing, mm-hmm. bro. And they got a really good vibe going. Yeah. I just saw no zero mm-hmm. physicality from Portland at all. Yeah. I would rather yeah. Gary Harris go for fucking 30 yes. than have Jokic wide go open. For th- wide open. Wide open threes, wide open passing lanes. Like, I don't understand that either. And it was blowing my mind. Right. I don't get it. To me, the matchup, I mean, as, as nice as Cantor is, uh, and, and he had a really good game in game one. Still too little. He's too small. Yeah. I would I would prefer to see Zach Collins on Jokic. And then as he posts, you double. You bring the yes. double, and then you make him either you know pass over time, which he's good at, but you make it you make it Gary Harris in the corner. Go ahead and hit ten of those yes, threes to please. beat us, uh, or or uh, Craig Tory Craig yeah. in the corner. Go ahead and hit those. Tory Craig, if you get thirty in a game, I'm fine well, with and it. And we lose, then so be it. You know, <laughs> but yeah, it. I want Collins starting. I want him to pressure, uh, be up because he's quick enough to stay in front of Jokic as he does his like. Mirage. I mean, I shit. Anyone's quick enough to stay in front of Jokic, but you know he's Slow-kitch. he's nice- so. Oh my, that's a good one. Slokic is good. Kitch. But yeah, and he's just a rumbling, fumbling, stumbling. Like right? when he goes down the lane, it's like the slowest thing ever. There's not one but ounce nobody- of muscle on him. Yeah, and so it looks um, like me in a tank top, bro. <laughs> I do. I think. I really think uh, that 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 should be a switch and then you can bring in Cantor for, to bang and do all that bring other in stuff. Cantor bring in Evan Turner yeah beat this fucking guy up exactly because from what I saw and, and we're not watching the game right now it's recording but I want to see this dude get an elbow I want to see this dude yeah. you know get hurt a it's little playoffs, bit physicality fucking a. let's get inside of him a little bit like and and so I think to this series will come down Jamal Murray and uh CJ McCollum Whoever wins that that battle because they're going to go head to head, I think wins this series. Um, you know, and and in game one, Murray had twenty three points and McCollum had sixteen and was very underwhelming. And you know what sucks, Drew, is that if this if this series goes seven and it's epic, it's probably going to go seven. That's fine. And then yeah. guess what? Both of those teams are going to get their ass kicked by well, the Warriors. That's so B- both I, of them. And it's it is it's pretty crazy that we have the matchup that we have right now as, as the Rockets and the Warriors. It feels. Second round. I, 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 Bill Simmons said this, I, and I'll and I'll give him credit to it. But he 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 said it feels like the finals in the in that game in those first two games, and it does. It really does. They're I, to me, they're the best two teams left. I, are I, they? I, Drew, I still want to give. Is Houston really? Are they? I think I think Houston would. I think Houston would have their way with pretty. They're the much. best two. Bill Simmons said that they're the best two teams left in the. No, no, the, I'm saying that. Oh, I don't know if he's. I don't know if Simmons thinks that that is the case. He 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 said it. It feels like the finals, and I think the reason that he says that is because he feels like they're the they're the teams that have the best chance at winning the finals. Whoever whoever if whoever wins this series between the the, the Rockets and the Warriors has to be the odds-on favorite to win the finals because there's no experience coming from this other side. No, LeBron has owned the Eastern conference yeah. for the last 10 years. And so none of these teams has ever made it to the, finals. I get it. I get that. <laughs> so, I, but, to, but to say, look, when we said Kevin Durant is unguardable, the only chance, the only sliver of a chance of somebody playing good defense on Kevin Giannis. Durant is, or Kawhi. Thank you. Those are the only two. That's it. I, I, I would love to see that either. I think, Fuck, man. I, I, shit, it's so I, hard to call it. It is. I mean, but we have a good chance of seeing. I mean, it's a 50-50 shot that one of those two guys will have to match up with uh, with Kevin Durant. And that would be awesome if, that, if right. that's the case. Uh, but the other problem, like none of those teams have an answer for Steph or Clay 
you know, in that mount. I would say Middleton and Clay. All that, right, that, there's that, something that's there. a wash. It but, could be a wash. But Milwaukee doesn't have nobody that that can guard Steph. I mean, who can though, Drew? It's like who can guard Kevin Durant or Steph? Right. You gotta hope that these guys just have a bad night. And if Steph is banged up, which he obviously he is, is yeah. the finger's gonna be an issue. But it's his guide hand. He's gonna be okay. They're gonna rely on KD hardcore. Now, if KD goes down with a, with a sprained ankle or something, that's the only way. If they that, continue to get banged up mm-hmm. throughout this series, which is, I think, you know, I think if the Rockets, even even if it only is a five or six game series, the Rockets are, are going to go down swinging. So you can guarantee that PJ Tucker is going to be laying some bows. True, Capella is probably going to be throwing. Chris some is shit. already pissed. Chris is already. He, I'm surprised, dude. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris throws an elbow at a referee at the, before the series is over. <laughs> Do you want to know what my call is? Mm. My call is that when it's all said and done that the Warriors' biggest challenge was the Los Angeles Clippers in the in the in the NBA playoffs. Oh, I love that. That's I'm gonna tell you that's You think the, that's that's gonna be the longest series I, I for mean, them? I think so. Six games? Yeah. I do. Like cause I don't believe if are you a believer in James Harden and Chris Paul in the playoffs? No. No, I'm not either. Yeah. And unless James Harden we're gonna need to see Chris Paul step his two hundred million dollar ass up the next two games in Houston. We're gonna need to see that. And Tucker, you got to hit your fucking corner threes. Austin, you got to be perfect yep. to beat this team. All right, so if you don't follow us at Clips and Drew, C-L-I-P-P-S-N-D-R-E-W, follow us on Instagram, follow Drew at Drew the Right Thing, yep. and then follow your boy, Clips, at Clips555. Keep screenshotting our episodes when you're listening to them. We see you, Norway. We see you, Toronto. We see you, fucking New Zealand. Yeah. We see you, Chicago. We're all over the place right now. We're going to take them out with something hot, yeah, like I like to do. Okay. We're going we're gonna to do my boy Logic, the return. Okay. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. Shout-out to Dash Radio. Shout-out to Nothing But Net Channel. Drew, we're ghosts. Hold up, let me get up in it now. Bitch, I'm here to win it now. L-O-G, I see I'm feeling free, I'm finna bring it now. If you know the words, take a step back and sing it now. Never thought I'd have to, but I keep the windows tinted now. Like, Lottie Dottie, who got the keys to my Audi? Last time I said it went viral, I don't fuck with nobody. And I don't fuck with you, you, them, her, and him too. Cause don't none of y'all know a fucking thing about what I've been through. And all that superficial shit you love, I'm just not into. And when it comes to getting deep in this rap shit, I've been to. Like the pussy don't push me, I ain't no killer, but you know the
Flashbacks of having visions way back in G-Berg Every single one of my homies and me were Plotting how to get about it Make a hit, forget about it Younger with a dream, but nobody gave a shit about it Ten years later, pick up the pen, write a hit about it And back then, I thought I'd be defined by how good I rhyme Not like these rappers with shit flows, but the good online Not made to feel bad for speaking about the shit on my mind Or caught a faggot, a nigger, a cracker Who wish you was blacker? I wish I could face my homophobic racist attacker And smack the shit out of they ass as peaceful as possible It's highly improbable, it's stoppable, but still Way too many people feel how I feel That's on the real, on the real, on the motherfucking real I get up when I'm down, had enough, almost round When shit rough, I get tough, and when I'm beaten to the ground I get up On my last album, but you wasn't tapping in Fuck a mumble, let's make America rap again Industry don't give a fuck about rap or what's happening Fuck a hype beast, bitch, now nah, who's seeing me? Nobody reports the music and shit that's rap TMZ Nowadays, everyone divided so I collided with headlines Preach that, go ahead boy, now preach that Watch my hands in this negativity, worth a three stacks So fresh, so clean, who the illest on the scene? Wu-Tang, get the cream, Sinatra gon' reign supreme Open your mental, get out your feelings like dental This shit is consequential, like in a fight to the game can you rappers feel the flame now the shit won't be the same fuck a rap beef i promise i want all of y'all to prosper but deep down you know it's only gonna be one mufasa i'm the king fuck the ring but just might make you kiss the ring all these rappers i came up on i surpassed i know it's sting now don't try to twist my words and turn that into some shit i love all you motherfuckers just want to hear you spit try my last shit the whole wild world applauded it game still ain't give me my credit so i'ma audit it i'm heartless like kanye and 08 yeah that's where the no id now they all know who i be I'm calling out Jay-Z to jump up on the track with me and smash.